1: Eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. 381 381 I want to thank you folks again number one prime time at night on uh, Fox News life, liberty, and live in thank you, thank you always uh, we very much appreciate it we do our very best on that program as we do on all our programs But we have quite a string there, and I want to thank each and every one of you. One guy out there ought to thank our buddy Chip Roy, I can tell you that. Chip Roy is a good man. And he's a great friend to a number of people. And uh, this gentleman is very lucky. What am I talking about? He knows what I'm talking about. Exclusive CNN. U.S. intelligence materials related to Ukraine, Iran, and U.K. Found in Biden's private office, source tells CNN. Now, I'm going to stay on this since it broke last night during the course of this program. And I want to really dive deep into this. You can see the media circling the wagons to protect Biden. Whenever you hear the morning schmo and Mrs. Schmo on MSLSD, make their stupid comments and arguments all the time, you know the talking points have gone out. You know they've received their talking points from the White House. Joe Scarborough is just too stupid to think for himself. CNN, among the items from Joe Biden's time as vice president, discovered in a private office, last fall are 10 classified documents including U.S. intelligence memos. U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials. U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials that cover topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the U.K., according to a source familiar with the matter. Now notice the Attorney General of the United States, Meritless Garland, hasn't had a press event yet. Notice he covered this up for more than two months. Notice that everybody in the Biden administration covered this up for more than two months right through the midterm elections and beyond. Now why did this leak? Well many, many of you watched Life, Liberty and Levin on Sunday night rather than football rather than Yellowstone and I was interviewing James Comer, the head of the House Oversight Committee. And one of the things he and I discussed was the National Archives and these document issues with respect to Trump and how phony they were. And, and I said that, you know, other presidents and so forth have documents. I've said this all along. Having served in an administration, I know that they had to former attorneys general, former secretaries of state, former vice presidents, and former presidents. And what did I say even when they were attacking Trump a few months back? Has anybody investigated any of these other people to determine if they have documents? Oh, no, Mark, come on. I can't prove a negative. But how much you want to bet they all have some? Obama, George W., and the rest of them. But I mentioned Biden by name. Of course, I went over most people's heads in the media. And so this is a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Because the Biden administration made it a big deal. And Meritless Garland sat on this for two months. He's had no press event. We've heard nothing. He handed it to the U.S. attorney in Chicago, but we're told it's okay because he was nominated by or appointed by Trump. Well, what does that have to do with anything? The special counsel provision says if there's an appearance of a conflict of interest. And there are more and more appearances of conflicts of interest when it comes to Joe Biden in this administration. So they have a special counsel investigating Trump, who is the Republican candidate who is announced for president of the United States, and there will be others. Somebody who is a private citizen, an outsider, the opposite party, that's not when you unleash a special counsel. It has nothing to do with the rule on special counsels. So he has U.S. intel memos and briefing materials that cover Ukraine, Iran, and U.K. And as I said yesterday, remember how they leaked that Trump had information about nuclear codes and he did not? Notice there's been no leaks from the FBI. is it amazing? They can zipper things up when they want to. Attorney General Meritless Garland has received a preliminary report on the documents inquiry. A law enforcement source said, oh, and back to my earlier point. This stuff was leaked on Monday because on Sunday, Chairman Comer told me they're going to look into communications between the National Archives and other administrations and other presidents and other people. Because I indicated to him that they really ought to look at text messages and emails and other communications because I'm sure that in Trump's case, he's not alone. They saw it. They heard it. They're aware of it. And so they tried to get in front of it and say, see, aren't we righteous? As soon as we found out about it, we contacted the archives. No, they didn't. As soon as they found out about it, they contacted the special counsel to the president over at the White House. He contacted the archives. They contacted the Department of Justice. So Garland has received a preliminary report on the documents in Korea, a law enforcement source said, and now faces the critical decision on how to proceed, including whether to open a full-blown criminal investigation. Well, that seems to me it would be the right thing to do. How about you, America? Joe Biden has had these documents. From between 2013 and 2016. He's had these documents for nine years, eight years, seven years, six years. That's a long time. And these are documents he took when he was vice president. And so what are we to do? Rely on his private attorneys to tell us that they've turned over everything? Did the Department of Injustice rely on private attorneys ultimately? When it came to Trump's materials, no. What they should have done is had a a federal FBI SWAT team go in to where Biden once had his office to his drunk tank, a.k.a. think tank to his various homes to find out exactly what he had. So even already, even now, the treatment is completely different and the the tool that prosecutors and investigators use of surprise is gone. It's gone. So if somebody's going to destroy something or move something, they know to have done it. They know to have done it already. Now, we shouldn't have to rely on Biden's private lawyers, many of whom probably don't even have a classified clearance to look at this stuff. This stuff was found in a folder, in a folder that was not marked classified in any respect according to reports. Well, that means anybody could have opened the folder. We've heard a couple of stories about where they were maintained, including in a locked closet. Remember all the attacks on Trump and his lawyers and his people? Because they, they locked it in a storage area, I believe in the basement, at Mar-a-Lago, which is protected by Secret Service personnel and so forth. Remember all that? You don't hear that today about this stuff. Instead you hear that it was among the Biden's family documents including materials about Bo Biden's funeral arrangements and condolence letters and so forth. But how do we know these ten are it? How do we know there's not other government documents that aren't even related? But CNN just wants to make sure you understand. They have, a, they have a chart of classified documents found. Joe Biden, 10 total documents, some top secret, cooperating, lawyers found and alerted archives. That's not true. They alerted the White House. At least according to one report, unless I report is wrong, Donald Trump, at least 325 total documents, 60 top secret Under investigation for obstruction, archives first reached out to Trump lawyers. Now, let's slow down. Just look how they even lie about their statistics. They say 10 total documents. They don't have the foggiest idea how many total documents they are. They just know what the source leaked to them. And the source, according to their own reports, they didn't ask, and there's nothing in here, that this is the sum total of it. We have no idea. There hasn't been a law enforcement independent investigation to go and get these materials unless they're holding that information back and it occurred. and We just don't know. They say 10 total documents, some top secret. No, 10 of the documents were classified. Some of them at the highest level. He's cooperating. Well, Trump raised a lot of objections to what they wanted and what they're doing. But that doesn't mean ultimately wasn't cooperating. No, 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 no. We needed to get a warrant. No, you didn't. We had to send out a subpoena. Well, why didn't you send out a subpoena for Biden's documents? Because he's cooperating. He's cooperating. They found the documents in his office after six to nine years. Archives first reached out to Trump lawyers. Lawyers found and alerted archives. So there they are trying to make all these clever little distinctions. But that's not the law. They're trying to make an obstruction case against Trump. The law on the Espionage Act, which was first passed by Woodrow Wilson to go after anybody who opposed his views on World War I. And he used it. And it was amended thereafter. And a lot of people have had some issues with aspects of it. Rand Paul, me, others. The question is whether he even applies to Donald Trump because he was president. Joe Biden was vice president. The president of the United States and only the president of the United States as the head of the executive branch has the power to declassify anything he wants or to classify anything he wants regardless of what any bureaucrat, bureaucrat says or, or, uh, or cabinet regulation says. He's the head of the executive branch. Joe Biden's the vice president. He doesn't have any of those powers. None. And this was brought up by our friend Byron Donalds on CNN today. Cut to, Mr. Producer, go.
2: Oh, well, my reaction is pretty simple. I'm wondering why the vice president of the United States had classified documents outside of the hands of the intelligence community. Listen, it's been pretty clear that presidents do have some classified documents, but the difference between a president and everybody else is the president has the ability to declassify information. The vice president has no ability to declassify information. So number one, what was he doing with classified information in his possession? Number two, why did it take six years? And I I wanna stress this for the American people, Joe Biden left the vice presidency in 2017. So it's taken six years for these documents to surface. That is incredibly concerning. And point number three, and this is the one that's most important. Everybody can go back to the Hillary Clinton email saga. We know other presidents have had classified information, but why was there a raid on Mar-a-Lago? But now this story just kind of seeps out and everybody's saying, oh, we just want to get down to the bottom of it. And everybody's giving the benefit of the doubt. A vice president of the United States or a secretary of state or anybody else should not be having classified information, period.
1: Superb. And now we have this guy, Adam Kingsinger, who's as dumb as a rock listen to this cut three go
3: fortunately our justice system does nuance uh, and that's really important when it comes to justice unfortunately our political system doesn't do nuance and what you heard from representative donald's he, he made a i think a compelling case for the the facts that he has to go on but first off it's ludicrous to say a vice president can't have access to
1: classified material or cat- all right stop 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 that's not what he's saying He's saying after he leaves office, what is a vice president doing with documents? A president has the power to declassify. So this debate has been going on about declassification. The vice president does not, does not have the power to declassify. That's Donald's point, and he makes it as plain as can be. It's just that Kingsinger has such a hate for Trump and such a love for Biden. That he's moronic. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's eight seven seven four gold ira Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision, and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. By the way, next uh, we're going to have James Trusty on the program. James is one of President Trump's lawyers. And he's handling the document case, among others, for President Trump. We want to hear from him. And in the third hour, Fred Flights, who says, "I know why, in his opinion, Biden had these documents, and it wasn't a mistake." Now, the Republicans. Uh, turns out, by the way, folks, to update you, that this U.S. attorney in Chicago's done with his review so we learn about it one day and then the very next day we're told that his review is done and it's now with the Attorney General of the United States Meritless Garland they were hoping they could sweep this entire thing entire thing under the bed but because the Republicans have control of the House because they have a chairman of the House Oversight Committee, who's been told, go for it, because we had our program Sunday night, talking about this very subject and the extent to which he plans to get into it. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least one hundred thousand dollars saved in your IRA or your four hundred one K, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call eight seven seven four gold IRA. Tell them I sent you and they'll pay all your fees for up to ten years. That's eight seven seven four. Gold IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures.
0: Mark Levin, the most passionate conservative on radio. Talk with him now at 877-381-3811.
1: The top Republican on the House Intelligence Committee, AP, it's requested that the U.S. intelligence community conduct a damage assessment of potentially classified documents found in the Washington office space of President Biden's former institute. Representative Mike Turner sent the request today to Director of National Intel Avril Haynes, saying that Biden's retention of the documents put him in potential violation of laws protecting national security including the Espionage Act and Presidential Records Act. Irrespective of a federal review, the revelation that Biden potentially mishandled classified or presidential records writes AP could prove to be a political headache for the president who called former President Trump's decision to keep hundreds of such records at his private club in Florida irresponsible. Keep hundreds of what such records? Classified information? There weren't hundreds of classified documents. Let's see here. Biden ignored shouted questions earlier, but he answered them just now. And he made no news. He basically said his lawyers did what they should have done. That when they were cleaning out his office, uh, when he was elected president, I suppose. But last time I checked, that's two years ago, right, Mr. Producer? At least putatively. He... uh, had his private attorneys look at everything as they were shutting down that office moving it somewhere else I guess and they found the information and he said they alerted the National Archives and he doesn't know what's in the documents his lawyer said he shouldn't ask what's in the documents and it's under review and he hopes the review will be completed soon that's it so move along nothing to be seen here Move along, nothing to be seen here. And I might add, as a footnote, um, he was asked about immigration and so forth, and he's definitely going to now reposition himself as a centrist and a moderate, having been the most radical president in my lifetime and in many lifetimes, trying to even outdo Obama and FDR. And I think he has succeeded. And he says, you know, the critics on the far left and the far right are wrong. Get my drift? About his reform plan for immigration. He has a plan. He always has a plan. No action, or at least no effective action on behalf of the American people. He's got a plan. Those entrusted with access to classified information of a duty and an obligation to protect it, said Turner. The issue demands a full and thorough review. The documents were found on november two in a locked closet in the office. The alert of the White House see, we're getting two things. And this is important. Biden just said his attorneys alerted the National Archives. One article said they alerted the National Archives. Another article said they alerted the White House Counsel's Office. So in this AP article, it says that his White House Counsel said the attorneys immediately alerted the White House Counsel's Office. They in turn notified the National Archives. They in turn notified the Department of Justice. And of course, they're cooperating. Okay, so what? These are strict liability statutes. The uh, Espionage Act and the Presidential Procurement or Records Act. So either you do what's in the law or you don't. The issue with Trump, of course, was whether he declassified these documents or not. But also, if they're going to take it to the issue of obstruction, which is what they keep talking about, that is a crime that requires intent that's not a strict liability crime I don't want to get into the weeds but uh, we'll talk more about these things with James Trusty and uh, Fred Flights James Trusty from a legal perspective Flights from a national security Representative James Comer the new GOP chair of the House Oversight Committee said Monday That this raised questions about the Justice Department's handling of the Trump probe. Is the White House going to be raided tonight? Are they going to raid the Bidens? This is further concern (coughs) that there's two-tier justice system within the DOJ. With how they treat Republicans versus Democrats. Certainly how they treat the former president versus the current president. Of course, then they prop up Jamie Raskin, who's a red. I understand he's quite sick, but he's still a commie. I have confidence the attorney general took the appropriate steps to ensure the careful review of the circumstances surrounding the possession and discovery of these documents. He said and make an impartial decision about any further action that may be needed. And he says uh, that Biden's attorneys appear to have taken immediate and proper action. Yeah, immediate and proper action. I don't care what Biden's attorneys did. I care what Biden did. Biden had these documents for years and years and he didn't know it okay let's reverse this there's only 10 of them they say right not hundreds and hundreds that they accused Trump of 10 of them he didn't know he had him but he locked him in a closet with funeral information and arrangements involving Joe Biden and he never looked he didn't know what was in it he doesn't know what's in the documents that's a little hard to stomach don't you think They knew this a week before the election. Something the American people should have known, as I pointed out yesterday. The raid on Mar-a-Lago, as Jim Jordan points out, three months before this election, would have been nice if we knew about the Biden situation on November 2nd. They had the information. They sat on it. So why did the White House disclose the information, and why aren't these questions being posed to the White House now? That's a good question, and it's also very important. And who made these decisions? And then you can hear the uh, the talking points that went out to the Democrats as they march in line, and click their heels. Here we have Pete Aguilar. Boy, this guy is particularly loathsome. This is the guy, I think, who kept nominating Hakeem Jeffries for Speaker of the House. This guy is loathsome. Cut one, go. This is Republican
4: hypocrisy at its finest. When the former president had 320 documents found at his personal residence, they said that, quote, that will not be a priority.
5: what president biden did
1: well whoa, whoa, was... whoa, 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 whoa. that will not be a pri- it's under criminal investigation. what do you want them to do? you want them to work for the democrat party is that it? the only good investigation is a democrat party investigation. this clown sat on the january 6 committee too. keep that in mind. go ahead. archives
4: let law enforcement know. That is exactly
1: the way... They didn't let law enforcement know. I just read you the AP. They let the White House know. But folks, it's not a matter of letting law enforcement know. It's not a matter of, of letting even the White House know, although that does show their mindset. The fact of those documents in the former vice president's office... Before he was president, without any declassification authority, this is what I talked about Monday. This is what Byron Donald's reiterated today. That's the issue. That's the issue under the Espionage Act and under the construct of the Constitution. The vice president doesn't have any power whatsoever with respect to this unless a president dies and he's acting, then he becomes president. But that's beside the point. That's not relevant here. Go ahead.
4: This. So we're going to support the fact that the president is following this established protocol, that he did the right thing. Um,
6: So it's over
1: for them. And uh, they're all out there saying the same thing. Their media hacks are out there saying the same thing. Their legal analysts and former federal prosecutors are out there saying the same thing. Their phony national security experts, you remember them with the... uh, with the Hunter Biden laptop, they're out there saying the same thing. This is what they do. It's a conga line. It's a conga line of fools, freaks, and phonies. And this information has already been reviewed, not by a special counsel, not by an independent authority, not by a special master. This information is now, with the Attorney General of the United States, apparently some kind of report or conclusion, by the U.S. Attorney in Chicago, I don't care who appointed him, I don't care if Moses appointed him. It's an appearance of a conflict because that guy reports to the attorney general. He handed his report to the attorney general. And now Garland's going to sit there and make a decision. Well, he already made decisions. He made decisions that in the case of Biden, when he was vice president and after he was vice president, before he was president that he's gonna rely on his private lawyers to tell them that this is it. They don't have anything else. That's it. No subpoena. Certainly no warrant. No FBI SWAT team. I mean, they were sitting on the information, wittingly or unwittingly, but at least initially it has to be winning, right? For years and years and years. Now with Trump. They say there were more documents. That is irrelevant under the law. No law is talking about the number of documents. It could be one document. If you apply it the way the Democrats are talking about. Pretty incredible. But they're already with the defense. They're already. Mike. Memolee. if I mispronounce your name so what NBC News White House correspondent I gotta say the guy's acting like a reporter at least briefly cut five go Clearly there's going to be some political concern here. The president gearing up for a potential launch of his re-election campaign, and now you have hanging over them uh, this illegal cloud. But it was interesting and I think important to note that White House advisors at the highest levels would have known that this issue was ongoing for at least two months, given the timeline we were given from the White House yesterday. And so I think one of the questions is about why they've waited for this story to sort of break in the news on its own
3: uh, versus being fully transparent disclosing this as soon as it happened two months ago.
1: Oh, my goodness. That guy better watch his back. Oh, yes. Over there at uh, NBC. And that's the question. Because it's political. Because Merrick Garland's political through and through, the whole damn bunch of them are. They didn't want you to at least know anything about this prior to the midterm election, which could have affected a number of these tiny, tiny... Majority losses that we had. They were not going to allow that. This Department of Justice is so politicized. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It just. Uh, I'm glad Mr. Comer. And Mr. Jordan are in the positions they're in. And are going to exercise their power to look into these things. And yes, I'm glad that the speaker has told them to go for it. Go for it. You told him to go for it two months ago. Go for it. Having trouble picking a New Year's resolution? CarShield has you covered. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's eight seven seven four gold ira Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. A couple of years back, our buddy Ted Cruz asked me to meet with a number of individuals who were running for the house. Ted and I go back a long ways. Good man. And my wife Julie and I went out to... I uh, forget the town. It's in Colorado somewhere. And this is where we met. Rosendale and and Bobert And Miller. I'd say a whole bunch of the 20, by the way. And some of the six. And... Um, of course, we endorsed them all on this program. Some had tougher races than others. And one of the gentlemen was from Fort Worth. His name was Pat Fallon. Very good man. Pat Fallon has introduced <coughs> articles of impeachment. He's from Fort Worth, Texas. Against Majorcus. Isn't that his name, Mr. Producer? the uh secretary of the department of homeland security which we discussed with our buddy chip on life liberty and living as well because to be honest about it the impeachment should be a biden because these are biden's decisions but in the case of Majorcus, he's carrying out these decisions He is a serial liar under oath and not under oath. Whether it's the two Border Patrol individuals on the horses or the entire macro situation that's going on on the southern border. He's a liar. And so he should be impeached, regardless of what the Senate does. And everybody should be on the line, and we should know how they all stand. And this is what I mean by action. A-C-T-I-O-N, action. And things are happening today in the House, which look pretty good, if you ask me. Back to Joe Biden, before we run out of time here in, on MSNBC in 2018. One of his favorite reporters, Andrea Mitchell, who covered Philadelphia and Delaware in those areas when she was a cub reporter. Cut seven, go. In
7: 2018, Joe Biden addressed his access to classified information in an interview with me. This was in the context of Russia's interference in U.S. elections, and it was in that office, the Penn Biden Center.
6: I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency, as I did for eight years.
1: So either he's an ignoramus, could be or he's lying and why should he get the benefit of the doubt when this issue is so hot i mean it's nuclear hot and it's being used to try and take trump out before you make a comment like that shouldn't you have some knowledge or you make it in 2018 right shouldn't you go back and figure out if you have any anyway i'll be right back I have a question, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to be provocative or rude or mean. I'm never those things. Is Joy Behar's face melting, Mr. Producer? I don't know if she's ever had a facelift, but it appears to me from a pedestrian perspective that she has, I saw a recent clip and she's starting to look a lot like John Kerry. Mashed potato face. But it looks like the left side of her face is starting to drip. Now I could be wrong about this. But I don't think I am. So if she takes a long period off, you know, they're probably going to have to wrap that back against around the, again around the back of her neck. Just a thought just a thought but a good thought we do have James Trusty coming next segment on the program uh, to uh, talk about the document matters he is the lawyer representing President Trump among others on this document stuff they wanted to make a big issue out of it ok now it's a big issue now it's a big issue let's see here this is too House Republican files articles of impeachment against DHS Secretary Mayorkas. McCarthy called for Mayorkas to resign in November or face an impeachment inquiry. That would be Mike, Kevin McCarthy. Texas Republican Representative Pat Fallon has filed impeachment articles against Homeland Security Secretary Elias. Delivering on a promise he made last week before the 118th Congress was officially sworn in, the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas for high crimes and misdemeanors known as House Resolution 8 were introduced by Fallon in the House on Monday and have been referred to the House Judiciary Committee, and he vowed to file impeachment articles against him after the Congress was sworn in. He said since day one, Secretary Mayorkas' policies have undermined law enforcement activities At our southern border, from perjuring himself before Congress about maintaining operational control of the border to the infamous Whipgate slander against our Border Patrol agent, Secretary Mayorkas, has proven time and time again that he is unfit to lead the Department of Homeland Security. And we're going to be monitoring this to see which Republicans refuse to support it. Now's the time to sharpen the teeth and to grab the brass knuckles. His willful actions have eroded, I mean that figuratively, his willful actions have eroded our immigration system, undermined Border Patrol morale, jeopardized American national security, he's violated the law, it's time for him to go. So uh, that's important. Fallon's first article alleges Majorcus has failed to faithfully execute the Secure the Fence Act of 2006. A second article alleges he's in violation of his constitutional oath, willfully provided perjurious, false, and misleading testimony to Congress. And the final three articles charge Mayorkas publicly and falsely slandered border agents who were accused but later cleared of whipping Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas, in 2021. Uh, having met this guy, he's a very serious guy. He's very affable, too. And during a visit, they write, at Fox to El Paso in late November, then-Representative Kevin McCarthy, who was elected by his be speaker, called for Mayorkas to resign over his handling of the migrant crisis at the border and warned of an impeachment inquiry. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, every failure, and will determine whether he, we can begin impeachment inquiry, McCarthy said in November. Majorca said two days ago he will not resign. And so now an impeachment or impeachment articles have been filed against him. A uh, DHS spokesperson said in November, in response to McCarthy, that this amounts to a little more than finger pointing from Congress. Well, the speaker brought it up. Mr. Fallon has. Now executed and now it'll be up to the rest, the Judiciary Committee, and the rest of the Republicans in the House, and I sure as hell hope they do it. And of course the the Democrat media is out there, this hasn't been done in a hundred years. I don't care if it hasn't been done in two hundred years. I don't care. They always move the ball, they always change the standards. This is a battle between those of us who believe in liberty and those who believe in tyranny. That's what it is. And the Democrat Party has made it abundantly clear in their media spokesmouths that they support tyranny. That is the unraveling of this republic. And they don't even need to make it clear by what they say. This is what they've been doing. Without question. And so that's very important. And I think it's uh, it's a good thing. Now, what else? The new Speaker McCarthy confirms that three Democrats will get stripped of committee assignments. Ed Marcy at Hot Air. President sent by Nancy Pelosi, president followed by Kevin McCarthy now. In the previous session of the House, she stripped Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments over a like on a tweet that suggested someone start shooting House Democrats for which Green later apologized. Now that gavel has returned to the GOP. And McCarthy's going to return the favor for three House Democrats. Just one right now at a time. Why just one? Eric Swalwell's time on Intel was already up. Omar's assignment was subject to a House vote anyway. So they're already gone. Who's left? Ooh. I think it's Schiff. I think it's Schiff. Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector, said McCarthy. Why would we ever give him a security clearance to the secrets for America? So I will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee. And you have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public time and again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. So they're going to target Schiff for committee stripping retribution. Uh, The other two are already going to be off those committees. And, of course, Schiff abused his position as committee chair, and we now know that he also contacted Twitter to try and get journalists, and a damn good journalist, Paul Sperry, silenced. Silenced, because Sperry helped expose Schiff's lies. Remember all that? And uh, so he wants to run for the Senate for Dianne Feinstein's slot. Dianne Feinstein is completely out of it. And I don't say this meanly because it's a sad, sad thing. It's a horrible thing that families have to experience. She has dementia. I remember uh, when Thad Cochran had dementia... But McConnell supported him strongly, wanted him to get reelected, which he was, because they just haven't voted for McConnell. And that's what they've been doing with Feinstein. You haven't seen Feinstein. They they voted for a president of the Senate, a president pro temp. That is when uh, the vice president's not there. It's the most senior person on the Democrat side. In this case, I believe it was Feinstein but they chose to vote for somebody else because Feinstein can't handle it. And there she is voting. If you can believe that. All right, when we return, we're scheduled to have Jim Trusty, who's a fantastic lawyer who worked at the Department of Justice for decades and who's representing Donald Trump and, among other things, the document issue. We'll be right back. Mark in. If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service it kicks butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST. Pure Talk is simply smart. Wireless.
0: The Thunder on the Right. Call in now, 877
1: James Trusty is uh, one of the finest lawyers I've ever seen. Comes out of the Justice Department. He's in private practice. He represents President Trump on the document mar Largo matter. Jim, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Mark. Thanks for the kind words. Well, you deserve them. Uh, You see what's happened with uh, Joe Biden when he was vice president. He took some documents, put them in his private office. Um, I don't know where they were from then till now. They claim they were locked in a closet. Uh, Now, this has been, I mean, those documents have been there for at least six years. And I don't know where they were for about a year's period uh, before that particular office building opened up either. What do you make of this?
3: Well, I, I make a lot out of it. I mean, frankly, you know, it's a, it's a living exhibit or a current living exhibit of just how different the treatment is. And, and you know, you think about, you know, you don't have to be a lawyer, Mark, to, to recognize that we should all treat people the same under the law, that they're entitled to due process, that when you have a big machine like the Department of Justice or the FBI involved, that they should be viewing it in an apolitical lens. And and we already know, just from what's come out over the last 24 hours, that this is another example of the, the endless quest to destroy President Trump compared to any other human being. And and what I mean by that is, you know, this is something where you look at the origins of it. You know, when President Trump was subjected to an unconstitutional raid, a warrant that is not supported by by law or by the Fourth Amendment, You know, three days, four days later, the attorney general of the United States stood up and did a press conference and announced that, hey, we had a judge sign off on this and look at the things we found. And that was an extraordinary moment. You've been around DOJ and criminal justice as long as I have. I mean, I've never seen a local prosecutor, a federal prosecutor, an AG, anybody do that type of thing where they are literally pronouncing guilt and justifying what turns out to be an unconstitutional search for non-crimes. By, by doing that press conference. And then look at the contrast that we just learned about. You know, Biden, uh, current President Biden, had documents that apparently related to Ukraine that were highly classified. I mean, we don't know if they tied into things like Burisma and, and the way he got a prosecutor fired for looking into Burisma. But what he gets instead of a press conference from the Attorney General is silence to get through the midterm election. And only now, two months later, near the end, apparently, of the investigative process, we're going we're gonna to hear kind of a, a muted, this was okay, at least everything's back at archives. And again, you don't have to know every fact of the investigation or know all of the resources being poured into it by DOJ to spot something that's just not right. And, and this, frankly, Mark, is a stain on DOJ, a stain on FBI. And if they don't work to remove that stain, it's just going to get bigger.
1: And you're having to deal with a special counsel whose entire focus is on this and another matter, January 6th. They hand this off to the U.S. attorney in Chicago. The cover they use is this guy was nominated or appointed by Trump. But he reports directly to the attorney general of the United States. Isn't the purpose of the special counsel apparatus for an appearance of a conflict of interest or a real conflict of interest within an administration, not to use it against somebody who's the leader or potential leader of the other party.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, this whole thing, and there's nothing against the U S attorney in Illinois. I I mean, I know him a little bit. I I don't have any reason to kind of prejudge his ethics, but you know, the selectiveness at which they decide to use a special counsel, is a starting point that's really interesting. You know, why wouldn't a roughly similar story go to the same special counsel? And beyond that, you know, how is it that you can justify months of investigation, millions of dollars, unlimited use of grand jury uh, when you're looking into one person and a two-month memo writing exercise when it comes to the sitting president? And look, all roads lead to the attorney general. I suppose the way our system is set up, You know, it's a real it's a real reminder of the importance of character in the highest positions of law enforcement, the need for the highest character. And every sign we see from this attorney general cuts into that and and tarnishes the reputation of an institution I used to love, the Department of Justice, by showing he's a political animal across the board.
1: By the way, can you hear that helicopter? Rich, can anybody hear that helicopter (laughs) i think the black helicopters are coming for me jim trusty but anyway
3: Uh, uh, i I assume they'll be here too mark (laughs) see you in guantanamo
1: yeah yeah uh although they don't have to shave my head they'll have to shave yours anyway so uh jim i have a couple more questions here which is this the attorney general of the united states apparently has this report they sat on it we just discussed for two months Notice there weren't any leaks until recently when the Republicans took over the House and they were talking about the chairman of the House Oversight Committee of digging into the archives and how it's treated past presidents and whether they've had documents. So remarkably, it leaks out on Monday. So they leaked it Monday. There really is no justification. You kind of pointed this out for sitting on this for two months when trashing Trump right out of the box, is there?
3: No, I mean, and look, if you know me, Mark, as I think you know me, I'm not a political No, you're straight shooting. My my interest in terms of appearances on on TV or radio has always been to, you know, hopefully shed some light on procedure and process, and and I'm usually, I think, pretty level-headed about it. And the reason you're tapping into a lot of emotion or passion about this is just because it's so fundamentally wrong. I mean, you know, the treatment compared to any other president in history – is just being brought home by what's happened recently or what's unfolding in front of us with vice president Biden. I mean, when's the raid on the house in Rehoboth when are we going to have all of the machinery of criminal justice brought to bear on a library dispute that is not criminal, you know, by definition, when you talk about presidential records, there is no criminal remedy. There are no grand jury subpoenas or search warrants until we get to president Trump. And so Yeah, we knew that before. I mean, Mark, I'm looking at a letter. I have it in front of me right now, a 2018 letter to the archivist where the Obama Foundation says, hey, we've got classified documents at this former furniture store. We'll get them to you eventually. And to keep you happy, we're going to send you $3.3 million to cover the expenses of transporting documents. I mean, that's a letter from NARA, from the exact archivist that was dealing, that was alerting DOJ and trying to get them to be Ticked after president Trump. So, you know, we really, I have to say, I mean, I've lost a lot of faith in terms of how this attorney general is going to conduct himself, but he has an opportunity now to limit the stain. You know, I'm not sitting here calling for a prosecution of Joe Biden for this stuff. Uh, uh, you know, this, uh, this is stuff that I think is going to happen to presidents and vice presidents when they leave office and people pack stuff up and there could be relatively innocuous explanations, for President Biden's possession of those things. I don't know. Uh, But it's not about getting a, a, you know, a a pelt. It's not about seeing high-level figures prosecuted. It's following the law. And the law is this was never criminal. And when it comes to a president like President Trump, he had the authority to declassify. When he took stuff down to Mar-a-Lago, he personalized, declassified it. And and I just want to see that part of the story end. I mean, there's just no basis for where doj has been racing full speed for many months now and and maybe this is the impetus to give them the fig leaf to end it i don't know but i sure hope so
1: uh jim trusty i'd like to hold you over and i would like to ask you the number of questions beginning with this one how do we know there's only 10 documents that biden took on who says so we'll be right back with jim trusty in a moment if one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran owned, why they proudly employ a U.S. based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service It Kicks Butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month that's probably half of what you're paying Verizon AT&T and T-Mobile Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first month risk free guarantee. Try it. And if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast. L E V I N Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smart. Wireless. Welcome back, America. I'm with uh, Jim Trusty, who is President Trump's lawyer with respect to these uh, ridiculous document case. Jim, um, how do they know there's only 10 documents, classified documents, if the feds haven't actually gone in there unless they have? and searched his offices and searched his multiple homes and so forth and so on.
3: Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, look, I, I just based on what I know about Mar-a-Lago, I could come up with probably 50 questions for the uh, council in Illinois, like have you done this, that, and the other to fully explore this and to subject uh, President Biden to the kind of scrutiny that that we've been receiving. The only thing I would say, Mark, is that the, the leaks that we've seen on our side of the aisle are almost universally and you know, unconditionally negative for the view that the public would have of President Trump. I assume that President Biden won't get that same kind of treatment when it comes to any sort of leaks, but but you're right to just kind of raise the cautionary flag that this is really early in the process of finally disclosing things to the public, and we have to take a little bit of a wait and see. The, the only other thing I'd say about that, Mark, is you know, I'm sure you know this, that there's a real tendency to overclassify in federal government. I mean, they will, you know, take a cocktail napkin and say, we should probably mark this as secret
8: yeah.
3: uh, and then nobody returns to undo it. Uh, so I, look, I don't know what the quality or, or the the types of information is that's within these, but the initial reports are including countries like China and Ukraine and I think maybe Iran was a third. So that's certainly a starting point of, you know, SCI rated, uh, you know, secrecy that's, that could be of concern. Uh, and that's almost more important than the number is the is the actual quality of the information.
8: Mm-hmm. But it's early.
3: I mean, we're we're just being allowed to le- look under the tent a little bit right now, and we'll certainly stay tuned with everyone else to find out what's what gets uh, disclosed to the public.
1: But here's my concern, Jim Trusty. It's already with the attorney general. Sixty days. They do their review. Sixty days. They dump it back to the Attorney General who's going to make a decision. It became public because they leaked it on Monday because they knew the House Republicans, uh, Chairman Comer, was focusing in on the National Archives and this particular case, this specific case. That's what he said to me Sunday. And so they put it out Monday. Now you can see the media all projecting self-righteousness onto, uh, well, that's who they are. They're self-righteous, but projecting righteousness onto Biden. Look how well he did it. He did it by the book. These documents are six years old. They weren't secured for six years. In the case of Trump, he had the documents, what, nine months, year? I don't even know, something like that. And um, he, I don't know, Biden was required or his lawyers were required to sign some kind of document under penalty of perjury, uh, that this was everything, that they searched his homes, they searched his computers, they searched everything. And this is a big deal just to make sure that the processes that they have unloaded on you guys are being applied across the board. And I will add this. What about Barack Obama? What about Al Gore? What about former attorneys general and former secretaries of state and and, and Bush and all the rest, regardless of party? You were in the federal government long enough. I was. I worked for cabinet secretaries, for president and so forth. It's just not, reasonable to believe that none of them took documents with them, wittingly or unwittingly.
3: Right. Well look, that that 2018 letter I talked about is the Obama Foundation saying, you know, they they have, I think it was thirty million documents hmm. that they were going to digitize for a digital library that still doesn't exist. And they routinely refer to the fact that there's classified documents. Now that's a former furniture store near a McDonald's in Illinois. It is not Fort Knox. Hey don't no 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 I, you know mcdonald's is pretty secure but still <laughs> but uh and and i i know that i even have a client that likes mcdonald's so i'm not going <laughs> to knock McDonald's. and you, but, have, uh, but, you
1: even have a host who likes mcdonald's anyway
3: yes <laughs> there we go uh, but but here's the bottom line you know that that's a reflection of the fact that we anticipate that people have gotten to the highest office in the land will have the ability to hold on the documents if they want to it's not a matter of crime it's a matter of cooperation with the bureaucrats at NARA, the archivists, but it's not something that leads to a criminal prosecution. Okay. And, you know, here there's a criminal investigation, misusing tools for political purposes, and um, it just needs to end. I mean, it's it, you, again, you don't have to be trained in the law to spot the injustice of what's been going on.
1: I don't know if you can answer this. Has the Department of Justice uh, since yesterday, have they approached you guys? Have they changed their tenor a little bit?
3: <laughs> um uh, no uh i don't know that i can answer that but i'm gonna answer it but but the bottom mm. line is you know that's got to come down from on high uh if the dogs are going to be called off the dog handler has got to make that announcement mm. and uh, i don't have any reason to think that that's happening quite yet but i have some hope that uh that a conscience will sprout and people will realize that this has been an unfair uh subjugation of president trump to to law enforcement
1: All right, my friend. Well, we appreciate you. Jim Trusty, what's the name of your firm again?
3: Ifra Law, right in Washington, D.C.
1: All right. You're great. Your firm's great. I want to thank you. Take care of yourself.
3: All right. Thanks, buddy.
1: All right. That's Jim Trusty, who is fantastic. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've been told that I should resign from this position. I've been told that I should resign from this position. There are a few people out there. Uh, and that I'm a liar. And Ben Dominich, that he's no good. And Ben Shapiro, that he's no good. And Sean Hannity, he should resign to he's no good. And Dana Lash, she's no good. And I guess the 60% of the Freedom Caucus, they should resign. They're no good. Starting with Jim Jordan, I guess. Well, I promise not to get into this, so I won't. But we are surrounded by morons, clowns, and frauds. We just are in my humble opinion. Let me continue here on this legal stuff because it's out of control. Here we have MSN, Trump, or Reuters, I should say, Trump ally Rudy Giuliani, ready for this? Subpoenaed by federal prosecutor's source. This poor guy was a lawyer for Trump and his campaign, and they're just trying to ruin him. They're trying to take his license away in Washington, D.C., his license away in New York. <clears throat> They're trying to prosecute him. This was the number one G-man. This was the number one U.S. attorney ever. Putting away mobsters and everything. They tried to get him first in the Southern District of New York with uh, all this Ukrainian stuff. And they had to drop it after he spent millions and millions of dollars defending himself. And now he's having to defend himself every time he wakes up. It's defend himself. Reuters, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who helped to amplify former President Trump's false claims. This is the corrupt Democrat Party media. They have never written about 2016 and the Democrats and their false claims, ever. They never phrase it that way, ever. And their false claims went on with a prosecutor, Mueller, with lies about Russia collusion. Lies about a dossier. It went on and on and on. So he's been subpoenaed by federal prosecutors. Subpoena issued in November asked Giuliani to provide testimony. And the person who declined to be identified as they were not authorized to speak publicly on the matter. So somebody just broke the law. In the U.S. Attorney's Office. So this guy, Jack Smith, who they brought in, who is rogue in many ways, he was slapped down hard by the United States Supreme Court. These are the kinds of people that Meritless Garland like. They want to talk to him. The former mayor has served as Trump's personal attorney, didn't respond to requests by Reuters. Why would he? You're a bunch of creeps. The source said the subpoena sought, among other things, so you know this is coming straight out of the U.S. Attorney's Office. Copies of any retainer agreements between Trump and Giuliani. Retainer agreements? Or the Trump campaign in Giuliani? And records of payments, and who made those payments? Now, have any of you ever had lawyers, or any of you out there lawyers, you have a federal... Prosecutor using his grand jury... ...to look into this? December 8th, District of Columbia... ...Attorney Ethics Committee said Giuliani... ...violated at least one attorney ethics rule. Yes, that committee is a disgrace. You can imagine... ...what kind of lefties are on a committee... ...a bar committee... ...in D.C. His license was suspended in New York... ...on June 2021... After a state appeals court found he made demonstrably false and misleading statements about voting. Have you ever heard of a lawyer defending a client treated this way? Ever? I mean, seriously, folks. I'll be right back.
8: Mark Levin.
1: If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service it kicks butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just... 30 bucks a month that's probably half of what you're paying Verizon AT&T and T-Mobile Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST. Pure Talk is simply smart wireless started in 1988 and so um, people from all around the world Jews and Gentiles alike they go to Poland and they take the same the same walk the same, march i should say three kilometer path leading from auschwitz to birkenau on holocaust remembrance day and they'll be doing it again in april and it's in tribute and recognition of the millions of victims of the holocaust and i am proud to say that my stepson david milstein is very much involved in this and One of my dearest friends, Ron Dermer, former ambassador from Israel to the United States, and now a senior foreign and national security um, appointee of the Netanyahu government. Uh, Ron is a fantastic guy, and this event is taking place now in Miami. I very much wish I could have been there. And Ron Dermer was originally born in Miami, and his father was the mayor i believe of miami beach his brother was the mayor of miami beach uh they're both conservative democrats and of course uh the uh ron Dermer is a very very solid pro-american pro-israel individual just a wonderful people all kind of dignitaries there tonight but i want to salute my family members who are there all of us couldn't make it david and my wife julie and my mother-in-law Sylvia, and in many ways um, this event is very, very important. Again, for Jews and Gentiles alike, it's very sobering, very somber. And um, so that event is taking place as I speak in Miami, Florida. All right. We don't have a lot of time left this hour, but we've got a lot more to do. Uh, I see here that the... ex. Trump Org CFO Alan Weisselberg was sent to Rikers Island for tax fraud for five months. This is an old man. And Rikers Island is no picnic. It's like one of the toughest prisons there that that exists. He's been sent there for five months. Among other things, you know, giving gifts to his kids and so forth over a limit and not paying taxes on it. Didn't Hunter Biden give Joe Biden gifts Mr. Producer? I wonder if they were over the allowed amount. Is that something that you think Meritless Garland's going to look into? And if so, will anybody go to prison for that? I've got a whole arms-long list of things, given what the Democrats and the Department of Justice have done to Trump. My friends, 2022 is history. But have you thought about what you'll do in 2023? How will you make it better than last year? That's why I have a challenge for you. Resolve to become a better educated American. Look, every new year is a new opportunity, so I have a great way for you to make the most of this one. The good folks at Hillsdale College have made their amazing online courses free for all who wish to learn. My challenge to you, take just one of these fantastic courses. You can discover the beauty of the Bible in the Genesis story, study the writings of C.S. Lewis, or explore the true meaning of America in Constitution 101. There are many more to choose from, and all these self-paced free courses feature Hillsdale faculty and scholars. So visit levinforhillsdale.com and pick one of more than 30 free Hillsdale courses. I hope you'll accept my challenge pick whichever course you like and resolve to be a more educated american in 2023 go to Levin4Hillsdale.com, l e v i n for hillsdalecom and start your free course today he's
0: here he's here
1: we're going to have Fred Flights on the program soon. Fred was on the national security staff of the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, also a career at the Central Intelligence Agency over these documents. Why would Biden have these documents for all this time? And only now they discover them. And then they keep it secret for two months from the American people. But in the meantime, a Washington Examiner, Virginia Attorney General expands civil rights investigation into Fairfax County public schools. Now, most of you don't live in the Fairfax County public schools system, but this is illustrative of what's going on in so much of the country. So what's going on here now in Virginia? Northern Virginia, the suburbs of Washington, D.C. on the this side of the Potomac River. Virginia Attorney General Jason Mairis, who's terrific, announced that his office would expand a civil rights investigation to Thomas Jefferson High School to include all of Fairfax County public schools after several high school principals apologized for failing to recognize national merit commended students. This is unbelievable. The announcement, as you'll see in a moment, The announcement expands an investigation launched by the Attorney General last week after reports surfaced last month that the Magnet School in Fairfax County Public Schools, this is this Thomas Jefferson School, which is considered probably the top school in America in terms of high schools, in terms of brilliance. Uh, Fairfax County School had likewise failed to inform students other commendations for years. So what happened here is you have all these brilliant students at this Thomas Jefferson High School, now we're finding at other schools, who took the National Merit Scholarship Test. And they and their parents didn't hear the, the results until after they had already applied to colleges. And many of these students at at these top line schools, public schools, received top rankings on the National Merit Scholarship Award System. And they couldn't use that information when they were seeking admission to these various schools or seeking scholarships. The Attorney General is also investigating the school's admissions process, which was overhauled in 2020. Now, what they did with this Thomas Jefferson school is they took this school, which was 100% merit-based. You really had to be a genius. You had to be brilliant to get in there. You had to be Einstein-like. And what did they do? What do you think they did? They slashed, in many respects, the merit side. And they went to diversity. In other words, creating, if you will, a level of affirmative action. And who is this really aimed at? You want to know the truth? Asian students and Indian students. It's what they did to Jewish students years and years ago. It shouldn't matter whether you're Asian or Indian or what your faith is or anything else. It should be based on individual merit, right? This is a merit system. But it wasn't. And this was changed by the school district, by principals, without the children knowing, that's the students, without the parents knowing, and without the state authorities knowing. And my heiress, the Attorney General, said it's concerning that multiple schools throughout Fairfax County withheld merit awards from students. My office will investigate the entire Fairfax County public school system to find out if any students were discriminated against and if their rights were violated and if they were they ought to take a legal 2 by 4 to that school board, to the superintendent every damn one of these principals the announcement from the Attorney General comes just days after principals at Langley and Westfield High Schools Langley's a very good school too reportedly apologized last week ready for this? for failing to inform their students of the commendation and said they would be taking steps to inform college admissions offices of the recognition, according to the Fairfax Times. So, as most of you know, your kids, they apply to these schools, they're competing with schools all over the country, if not the world, in grades, and, you, you know, you want to get an advantage if you can, and a merit scholarship as an advantage, and that's a good thing, because you earned it, you worked for it. And these kids at three top high schools in Fairfax County never got a shot. If any of the protected bases listed in the Virginia Human Rights Act was a motivating factor for Fairfax County public schools or any high school's decision to withhold any information from a student regarding any recognition from the National Merit Scholarship Corporation or any other merit recognition, Then the school district has violated the Virginia Human Rights Act, said the Attorney General, and he wrote this in a letter to the superintendent of Fairfax, Michelle Reed. That is unbelievable. Now they're saying it was an oversight. It wasn't an oversight. It's not an oversight. It's three high schools. It's intentional. And they're destroying the best high school in terms of merit that was ever created in the country. As a matter of fact. This is what they're doing to our students. This is what they're doing with our tax dollars. This is what they're doing to kids, your kids. And then as pointed out by David Strom at Hot Air, groomers everywhere. Groomers everywhere. The Chicago public schools have gotten a wake-up call via an inspector general report. More than a slap in the face, it should be a gut punch to the schools and the parents whose children are at risk. This is just one metropolitan school district, Chicago. Hundreds of Chicago public school teachers sexually groomed, assaulted, and raped Chicago public school students last school year. And that's according to the report released this week by the Chicago Public School Officer, excuse me, Office of the Inspector General which said it received more than 600 adult-on-student misconduct allegations for the 2021-2022 school year, substantiating more than half of them and initiating criminal charges in 16. And they include Chicago Public School teacher who groomed and sexually assaulted a 17-year-old student on three occasions, and it goes on and on. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid going to high school, I don't remember any of this stuff going on to you. Well, maybe some of it did. It wasn't public, but not to this scale. So you're teaching little kids, five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, who are white, that they are irredeemably racist oppressors. Little kids who are black or brown that they are irredeemably victims of the kid they're sitting next to. It's not about individual racism or anything, it's skin color. Critical race theory. On top of that, you're teaching the same kids that just because they have a male genitalia or a female genitalia doesn't mean they're male or female and we need to stop using these terms. They're taking basic science and they're teaching ideology instead then on top of that they're being taught that capitalism is racist and destructive and pushing climate change and then on top of that they're destroying your children's relationship with you, their parents and you're destroying the relationship and with their country this is pretty bad this is what's going on in our public schools ladies and gentlemen I'll be right back.
8: Martha love.:
1: Here's something Fox and Friends, or maybe the five, or maybe our dear friend um, McCullum or somebody we'll take a look at. Martha. It's from Sunday's show, Life, Liberty, and Levin. Sunday evening. This is why the story was leaked at approximately 6 p.m. Eastern time on Monday about the documents. Now listen very carefully. This is from Life, Liberty, and Levin. My last question to Chairman Comer, the House Oversight Committee. Cut 20. Go. The National Archives. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you folks will take a look at how they have applied their rules to past presidents, past secretaries of state, past attorney generals, and so forth. Because I don't believe in two seconds that no past president or vice president or attorney general or secretary of state doesn't have some document at home or didn't destroy some document. I don't believe it at all. Is that something you'll look into?
5: Yes. In fact, the National Archives is under uh, our jurisdiction in the Oversight Committee. This used to be just a sleepy government agency that was required to give us an annual report in the Oversight Committee. Uh, I was the top Republican, so I had to be there. And the chairwoman was uh, Chairwoman Maloney from York. Well, I think we were the only two in attendance the last time they, they came before the committee. So they never really made any use. And you're exactly right. We've gone back and investigated every president and vice president has uh, inadvertently taken documents with them. There was never a raid on their their private residence. I sincerely believe, and I don't have the evidence, we're gonna look into this, but I sincerely believe that that raid on Mar-a-Lago was triggered by the January 6th committee, just doing a fishing expedition to see if they could find anything. Mm anything they could use against Donald Trump. So uh, that was wrong. Uh, Every request we've made to the National Archives, they've referred us to to Merrick Garland. So, you know, they're not in a good position with the Republicans now. This is another agency that uh, I was wanting to withhold their funding until they came in front of us and answered a lot of questions that we had. Unfortunately, the Senate, again, didn't do us any favors, but uh, you know, September 30th, we'll, we'll be here before you know it, and, and we're going to again uh, demand that they give us some answers as to uh, what went on and what actually triggered that raid. And we have evidence where other presidents uh, in, in both parties had inadvertently taken uh, documents home before and nothing like that had ever happened uh, previously.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, literally 22 hours after that question was asked and that answer was given, there's a leak to CBS News. What do you know? There are, in fact, 10 or so uh, documents, classified documents. Joe Biden had them. Uh, They knew it starting November 2nd. They kept it secret from Congress. And they kept it secret from the American people. It's now a matter on Merrick Garland's desk. And I think they wanted to be able to pretend and spin and say, see how righteous we are. We went by the book, but they kept this information from Congress and from the American people. And so I think they wanted to get ahead of this. Having heard what Chairman Comer said in response to my question, I want to bring in fred flights an old cia guy well he's not that old but you know what i mean and uh worked at the national security council senior position for president trump uh fred what do you make of what i just said and what do you think is going on here why did joe biden have these documents
4: mark it's great to be here well i i think what your last guest said is exactly right uh Former officials, former presidents have taken documents home with them, and, and given how well Biden knew uh, classification rules, he, he worked with them for decades and his staff. It's impossible to believe that this was an accident. These documents were sent to Biden's personal office to help him write his archive, his, uh, his memoirs. But you know, there's other possibilities. I'm very troubled that there was a classified document about Ukraine. And I've been thinking today that it may not just have been the memoir. It could be that there were business dealings that Biden was planning to do after he left office. He probably didn't think he'd be back in government again. We know what his son was doing in China and in Ukraine. And I found that one disclosure extremely troubling.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you find concerning the fact that with all the tumult going on with trump this was kept secret up to the point now where it's on merrick garland's desk where this u.s attorney in chicago has already finished his probe we don't really know if there's 10 documents or not they're just taking the word of uh, of biden's private lawyers
4: no i'm glad you said that i think there's more than 10 documents i think there is more there are other boxes throughout the government there's no official statement from the fbi or the justice department on the number of documents or how the documents are characterized. We just have to take the what, the word of the White House, and we know this White House doesn't tell the truth. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out there were far more documents that they were much more serious. Um, I, and I got to tell you that it's not a surprise this was leaked so so long after the midterm election. If there was a a Republican president, this would have been leaked by careerists immediately to hurt him, or to hurt a Republican uh, Congress. What we know. Uh, that the administrative state favors Democrats and that these leaks never happen to the advantage uh, of Republicans or to the disadvantage of Democrats.
1: Now, the Department of Justice didn't send in, didn't even subpoena information after learning that some of these documents have been there for six years or longer. They didn't issue a subpoena. I mean, that's not criminal, just issue a subpoena they didn't send in FBI agents even uh, on an agreement as far as we know Fred that we don't know everything uh, not just to search his, his so-called offices but also his homes which you would think this would have triggered to get this kind of resolved in 60 days one way or another seems awfully quick to me does it not you
4: I think that's right and I think the extraordinary measures taken Uh, you know, to raid Mar-a-Lago. I really think that was driven by the January 6th commission. There was something else going on there that made it so vital that the government ignore ongoing negotiations with the Trump attorneys and take the extraordinary step to raid the home of a former president. This is a fishing expedition for the January 6th commission. Now we have a, a democratic president. The government isn't particularly interested in working very hard to find out what's there
1: agree 100 percent that was my theory from day one when they broke when they went in there uh, also i believe that this warrant was so ambiguous and they had other intentions that it, that it violated the fourth amendment we'll see you know these these judges are very difficult and the democrats have appointed a lot of them and many of them are very partisan as we're noticing particularly in washington dc you know, at
4: another level the whole precedent of raiding the home of a former president yeah. that's tin pot dictator stuff yeah that was a, a horrible thing to happen and 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 it's a precedent that the democrats may regret one
1: day you know i hear this about other things too and i wish it were true because i think that's how you stop the democrats you do to them what they do to us but you know we we talk about impeaching um uh, mayorkas over there at dhs and we're told that there's some republicans that are very skittish about him. If there was ever somebody that deserved to be impeached, that guy who lies repeatedly before Congress. So if the Republicans aren't going to use the Constitution, and we will see, despite all the rules they've passed, this impeachment thing isn't a rule. It's right there in the Constitution. They have to hold these people accountable, whether or not the Senate wants to take it up. Don't you agree?
4: I I do. I I believe that Biden deserves impeachment based on the way he has refused to honor his responsibility under the Constitution to protect the American people by securing the southern border. He has completely refused to do that. And we know it could be done. We know the measures that President Trump initiated that Biden has abandoned.
1: Fred Flights, you're terrific, great patriot for so many decades, my friends. Thank you. Thank you.
0: it's your daily adult dosage of the Constitution. The Mark Levine Show. Call him now at 877 381
1: Remember Newsweek magazine? Do you remember that magazine, Mr. Producer? Well, it was too liberal. So the magazine really isn't printed anymore. So it has an online site. And I think that website has been overtaken by leftists, pseudo-conservatives, and really mostly punks who are trying to make names for themselves. So we're going to start monitoring Newsweek and bring to your attention the matters and those occasions where I think it needs to be drawn to your attention. Uh, Like I say, a lot of misfits and miscreants who really, I think, are trying to sabotage the conservative movement and conservative talk radio and Fox and all the rest of it. Wannabes, pretenders. So we're going to monitor that on a regular basis and I will bring it to your attention. Because they're not serious and they're not principled. That's a fact. Never like Newsweek anyway. Never did. Still don't. All right, let's see. Let us go to Richard, Baltimore, Maryland, the great WCBM. How are you, Richard? I'm fine, thank you. You got it. Yep. Go ahead. Okay,
6: Uh, I just called to ask if we aren't missing a a major point here. Uh, President Obama, President Trump, President Bush... They all have authority to take these papers. Does a vice president have the same authority?
1: No, you're 100% right. I think what you're saying is they have the authority to declassify or classify. A vice president does not. You're 100% correct. I brought that up at the uh, opening of the program, but you are right, and I'm glad you reiterated it. It needs to be underscored. Yes. There's no justification, no legal justification. None.
6: So actually, this is ten times worse than
1: what Trump. Well, in that respect, to. it's one hundred percent. That's right. Yep. All right, buddy. Appreciate your call. By the way, Baltimore has great restaurants. Great restaurants. Don't just blow off Baltimore. They really do have great restaurants. Manhattan. Last time I checked, it's in New York. The great WABC. Uh, Jack, go right ahead.
6: How are you, Mark? Listen, Very I'm well, just going to try and get a chuckle and a laugh out of some of your audience with all the seriousness going on. Yes, sir. What they found at Mar-a-Lago were three recipes. The secret recipe for KFC, fried chicken, <laughs> how they get the nooks and crannies in the English muffins, and the most important, the special sauce on the Mac.
8: Wow. You can't let
6: that out in the global thing. I'm telling no. you, the chuckleheads at the... Uh, DOJ and Ray and his minions, that's the most important thing to them. Not the border, not the money we're spending, nothing else. He had the recipes, and we can't have that.
1: And chasing down everybody who's a pro-lifer, who happens to protest at an abortion clinic. If you're a pro-lifer, why wouldn't you protest at an abortion clinic? That's right. It's the one area where you're not allowed to exercise your speech, apparently. And then, of course, we have the trespassers and the paraders around the Capitol building who didn't do anything. They're the ones I'm talking about. They're rounding them up as fast as they can.
6: Yeah, but if you were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th Mm -hmm. doing some other business nowhere near the Capitol, they found you and they talked to you.
1: Well, they're definitely tracking down as many people as they can to talk to. That's correct. All right, Jack. Thank you. Nice name, by the way. Mr. President, when's the last time you read Newsweek? You didn't know it still existed in uh, digital form? When's the last time any of you looked at Newsweek? Is there any writer there who's significant enough or profound or interesting or curious enough to draw your attention to it? There aren't any. None. Zero. It's a joke. Newsweek. It's always been liberal. That's for sure. But they have the pulse of the people, don't you know, over there? Although none of the people read the damn thing. Just another imaginary. Just another fiction. Just another facade. The pseudo conservatives, the liberals, and all the rest. Let's continue, shall we? Charles, Ripley, Tennessee, Sirius Satellite, go right ahead, please.
6: Mark, I love you so. The question to ask you uh, what happens if, if you think uh, President Trump's going to be indicted? And what's going to happen and where he's going to be, the uh, trial's going be, if it gets indicted?
1: Well, you know, I don't really really want to guess. They definitely want to try to do that, yes, and it would be horrific. They're violating all the traditions and norms, these bastards. They really are, and he hasn't done anything to deserve any of this. Uh, They'll try and concoct some obstruction of a, uh, you know, transfer of power, whatever it is, uh, some documents and so forth. But look how they bend over backwards when it comes to Biden or Obama or somebody like that. Uh, And I do hope the Republicans seek uh, Nancy Pelosi's tax returns. And they are going to dig into January 6th. That's what uh, Mr. Homer told me on uh, Life, Liberty, and Levin. Uh, He and uh, Jim Jordan. Obviously, they're two rhinos, according to some. But they're solid men, and they're going to dig into it. And that'll be a good thing. All right, Charles. God bless you, my friend, in the free state of Tennessee. Malvern, Pennsylvania, I know exactly where that is, on the Mark Levin app. How may I help you, Gail?
7: Hi, Mark. Um, I just wanted to mention Hillary Clinton, the former Secretary of State, who very conveniently put classified information on her bathroom server. Um, Possibly, who knows? I mean, easier access as she was selling influence through her foundation for people to get into it. And uh, what a double standard.
1: You're 100% right. Uh, It's never been fully investigated, all these connections you point out, and it never will be. Now she is a uh, phony professor at Columbia. Right. All right, Gail, thank you. How's Malvern doing, by the way?
7: I love it. live in the borough wonderful small town, reminds me actually of a little New England town with the parks, very walkable, sense of community, very nice.
1: You know, as they say, as Malvern goes, so goes the nation. Have you heard that one?
7: Well, then, that's unfortunate because the Democrats have moved in from the city, and uh, Uh, when I, we downsized, moved here nine years ago, it was more Republican. Now, you know, they come in and they vote the way that made them move, Democrats.
1: You're right. I mean, I, I, I live in two places. We live in two places, and one of them is uh, Loudoun County, Virginia. And when I moved here 20 years ago, it was Republican. It was very low population, and now it's Democrat with a significant population as the bureaucrats move further and further out from the disasters that they have created. And about 80% of the Internet traffic for the United States goes through this county. And if you turn down a few streets, you'll see why. It's one football field-long building, windowless building after another. It is almost spooky, the size of these buildings, no windows, one after another, after another, after another. It's incredible. And I wonder how wise that is, since the enemy knows what to hit. But anyway, Gail, pleasure talking to you. Malvern, Pennsylvania. Let us go to Brian, Trucker, Denver, Colorado, XM Satellite. Brian, when's the last time you read Newsweek?
9: Uh, never in my life, Mark.
1: Really? I thought they represent hardworking men and women, truckers like you.
9: Yeah, maybe in their minds they do. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm great, Mark. You are a great American, and thank you for everything that you do. Uh, thank you. just want to... Just want to say that my dad was a fan of yours. He was a retired police officer and listened to you when he would be on patrol. He never got a chance to get any of your books and read them, but he listened to you and Hannity and Mark Davis out of Dallas all the time. Thank That's you. how I got started listening to all of you.
1: Thank you. What well, I wanted, I'm sorry, what I wanted to, to
9: bring up. Thank you. Uh, what I wanted to bring up was: Has anyone? thought about the hypothetical idea maybe that with all this documents now of biden and oh it you know the the left is you know just trying to push it away and not bring it up and still go after trump are we going to hear obama come out and say oh i had declassified those documents <laughs> when we left office so he's he's totally entitled to have them
1: the only reason I don't think Obama will do it because it turns out he doesn't like Biden a lot and he thinks Biden's radical left commie policies have outdone his radical left commie policies. So... Uh, That's possible too. I guess it's possible, but I don't think Obama's going to put his neck out for Biden. But you never right. know, Brian. Where's think home that? base for you? Is it Denver? No,
9: I actually, I live in the suburbs of St. Louis, Missouri, actually. Yeah. But I grew up in Texas.
1: All right, man. Well, thanks for what you do. It's very important. God bless you, brother. Let us go to uh, Mike. Actually, I got to take a break. Mike East Brunswick, you hold on. We'll be right back.
8: Much lovin'. There's a lot of
1: good news sites, opinion sites out there, America, and more growing by, really, each year, some fantastic sites. You've got the the um, Daily Wire, led by our buddy Ben Shapiro, Ben Dominic out there with the spectators doing a fantastic job. You've got Right Scoop, with our buddy Brian. Breitbart is a killer. They're just doing great. Uh, We've got, of course, Blaze. And there's so many more. You barely have time to read them all, right? Instapundent. And I have forgotten many. And so you only have a limited amount of time to gather information or interesting opinion From real conservatives and constitutionalists. So that's why I suggest you avoid certain sites. Like the plague. Sites that. That are pretenders. Pretenders. And one of those sites is Newsweek. So we won't be citing Newsweek anymore. Because we don't need to hear what capos and punks have to say. Or leftists have to say. Or pseudo-conservatives have to say. Stick with the tried and true. Stick with real entrepreneurs. Even as a kid, I never read Newsweek. And you're better off for it. Let's continue. Miramar Beach, Florida, on the Mark Levin app. Ivan, our buddy Ivan, how are you, sir?
6: I'm doing great, Mark. I just, just played golf today and had a great day. We had short
1: sleeves on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It must have been tough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark, listen. Uh, when, you, you when's you the last heard... time, Ivan, you're a solid conservative, a good man, when's the last time you read Newsweek? Uh,
6: I ha- have not read it. I looked at the pictures a long time ago, <laughs> but uh, I have right. not read it.
1: Go right ahead, Mike. Hey, hey,
6: listen, Mark, uh, you, you heard some recent chatter about uh, Biden wanting to run again in 2024, and I just wonder if, with the timing of this, he just did, he just, uh, you just heard this like a week or so ago, and then it, it's awful fishy that now and all of a sudden you see this. I just wonder if this is a message from the muckety-mucks that, Joe, you're not running in 2024. In
1: no, I don't think so. I think they're trying to get ahead of the Republicans in Congress. I don't think it'll work. Uh, he has the media in his back pocket. He always has. Um, and I'll be honest with you. It would be great if he ran again. His record sucks. Oh, yeah. he, he's a moron. And uh, I think virtually any of our people now could defeat him.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. All right, Mark. And absolutely.
1: by the way, who's on their bench? Buttigieg? Buttigieg. Buttigieg is an incompetent moron. Who else is on their bench? Seriously. Kamala Harris? Just
6: still weekend. Don't forget Hillary can run
1: again. I don't know. I mean, I guess, but she's quite the mess. What's that? Oh, Newsom. Gruesome Newsom from California. He's run that state into the toilet, so his record will be interesting, and he's a bizarre-looking dude, let's be honest. He makes Adam Schiff look like a no-necker, doesn't he, Mr. Producer? He does to me. Uh, But uh, he has a horrendous record, and really the Democrats don't need to carry California, they're going to carry it no matter what, no matter who they run or what they run. But, you know, he's got that Hollywood appeal that uh, the Goo Goo Gaga crowd of Democrats and moderates—they'll—they'll they'll vote for somebody like that just because they like his hair. Um. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our trucker friends. All you folks out there, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Life, Liberty, and Levin. Thank you for watching my show on The Blaze and reading the books. And thank you for your loyalty and blessings. Same to you. I'll see you tomorrow.